Today's reading is from John uh, chapter 10, verse 11 to 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and he cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Well, thank you very much, Ed, for your reading. As we start this morning, I want to introduce a little friend who comes from the Jenkins household. His name is Aveiro, and he is a Cordeiro because he is Portuguese-speaking, and Cordeiro is Portuguese for sheep. What's that? Yeah, yes, all the stuffed animals in our household have different names and nationalities, yep. Yeah, yes, it is like the model UN in stuffed animal form, yep, yep. Anyway, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, and... Oh, you weren't here last week, you want to know what you've missed. Yeah, that's okay, Avero. a lot of people have been away this time of year, a lot of things uh, happening, a lot of people away on holiday... We've been doing a summer series in the book of John, and I've said seven times, Jesus says, I am the, and we've seen so far, I am the bread of life, we've seen I am the light of the world, and last week we saw this, I am the door, uh, sometimes translated the gate, but uh, the door, and Jesus is the door for the sheep to enter, that's what we thought about last week, Jesus is the door for the sheep to enter, that means that Jesus saves us from danger. And we're in danger because of our sin, the way that we've rejected God and we've gone about our own lives like God doesn't matter. But Jesus saves us from danger and brings us to a place of safety. That's what we were thinking about last week. And we also saw that Jesus is not only the door for the sheep, but Jesus is also the good shepherd. Why is Jesus calling himself a shepherd? Yeah, that's a good point. So we saw last week this picture of people trusting in Jesus being pictured as sheep. That's a picture we see throughout the Bible, a picture of God's people, those trusting in Jesus being pictured as sheep. And, and we picked it up actually at the start of our service. I read from Psalm 100, didn't I? Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Actually, some of the most famous Bible characters in the Old Testament are uh, or were shepherds. So Moses and David were both shepherds of, of flocks of sheep before becoming shepherds and leaders of God's people. But actually, even at that time, Moses uh, wrote about looking forward to a greater shepherd than him. And we see uh, the book of Numbers tells us this. May the Lord, uh, the Lord, the God who gives uh, breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them. One who will lead out and bring them in so the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. And actually, if you, if you went home today and through the week, you looked up that phrase, like sheep without a shepherd, in, in your Bibles, you would find that phrase keeps coming up again 
and again. And that's, that's the context. That's what Jesus is speaking into when he says, I am the good shepherd. So what makes Jesus the good shepherd? Okay, so we've thought about Moses and David as shepherds in the Old Testament. They were, they were great as shepherds. They were really good at being shepherds, not only of sheep, but of people. But whilst they were, they were good shepherds at the time, there were also some bad shepherds. And uh, the book of Ezekiel, God speaks through the prophet Ezekiel of the bad shepherds. And there were bad shepherds who, who didn't always care for their sheep, who didn't look after them and were only interested in themselves. And we, we see that in our passage today that Jesus gives us a contrast, doesn't he? We see it on the screen here. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. But on the other hand, the hired hand, who's not the good shepherd, he's not the shepherd. He doesn't own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. So we see a contrast. When the hired hand comes in and there's danger, he runs away. He legs it. He doesn't care about the sheep. He's only interested in numero uno. He leaves the sheep in danger, but that is not what Jesus is like, is it? We saw last week, and I've reminded us, Jesus rescues us from danger. So how does Jesus do that? How does Jesus rescue us from danger? By laying down his life for us. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's our, that's our big takeaway from today. If you just take one thing from today, this sentence here. Jesus lays down his life for us. Jesus lays down his life for us. Got that? What does it mean then for Jesus to lay down his life? You're asking some very good questions today, Avera. So when Jesus says in this passage, lay down his life, he means to die. He is the good shepherd who dies for his sheep. And Jesus says that a lot. It's, it's interesting, we think, well, why would he use this phrase, lay down my life, which seems a little bit kind of strange. And he keeps repeating it. If we look at the screen, five times in these verses, he says, I lay down my life, or the good shepherd lays down his life. So why doesn't Jesus just say, die, instead of something as complicated as lay down my life? Well, I think what this shows us is that Jesus dying is no accident. I was thinking back, I was on holiday 10, 15 years ago now, I was on a canal boat holiday, and by the side of the canal I saw a sheep. These are some sheep from Keswick, they escaped, I have no idea if they got back to the field or not, but imagine one of those escaped, got to a canal, and went for a drink, and fell in the canal. Oh dear. Sheep flailing around everywhere, what do I do? Get off the canal boat, get alongside, and haul this sheep out. And FYI, sheep are really quite heavy to pull out of canals, in case you didn't know that. But I managed to get that sheep to safety. But imagine if that had all gone wrong. Imagine if instead of rescuing the sheep, I had fallen in and and tragically drowned. And and you'd have said that was a sad thing. But part of it would have been like, well, what were you doing, Paul? That seems unnecessary. You, surely, you, human, are worth more than sheep. But that's not how Jesus sees it. He is the good shepherd. He lays down his life for the sheep. He doesn't just defend his sheep when there's attacks. He's willing to lay down his life for his sheep. Jesus actively chose to die for his sheep. He came to be our good shepherd. He came to willingly choose to lay his life down and die for us. 
So what hope do we have then if Jesus dies for us? Well, I think the key here is at the end of our passage, verse 17. And it says, the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. And what I think Jesus is getting at here is he's predicting his death on the cross. But he's also saying, that's not the end. When he says, I lay my life down only to take it up again, yes, Jesus is predicting he will die, but he's also predicting that he'll rise again. And we were singing that, weren't we, the start of our service. He promised that three days after death, he would rise again. Next line. And he did. And he did. And he did. Jesus spoke openly that he was going to die, to lay down his life for his sheep, to rescue them from the danger of their sin that they'd turned away and ignore God. But that wouldn't be the end. Jesus laid down his life to take it up again because God, in his set plan, raised Jesus from the dead. Sound good? Last question. Okay, yeah, fair enough. What difference does this make for me today then? Okay, so we've seen that Jesus is the good shepherd. He lays down his life for his sheep. That means if we're trusting in Jesus, we have a good shepherd who cares for us, one who loves us, one who keeps us safe from danger today. And because he's died and come back to life, it means that for us in this life, though death is is sad, but for everyone who's trusting in Jesus, though they die, that's not the end. Because Jesus has died, because he's laid down his life as a good shepherd, so we, the sheep, one day will also be raised back to life. But there's something else that Jesus says as well. It's up here on, on verse 16. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them in also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. So more sheep in the pen, yeah? Jesus is still at work today. He may have died, he may have been raised back to life and ascended into heaven, but his work has not stopped. Through the Holy Spirit, he's still calling people today to be his sheep. All over the world. Calling people to be his sheep here in Nottingham. Calling people to be his sheep in Argentina. Jesus is still calling people to trust him. To be part of his flock. Because people who don't put their trust in Jesus are in danger. They're in danger by turning away from God. And this morning, Jesus says this to you. If you're not trusting in him, he says this. Come, be part of my flock. I will care for you. I will rescue you from danger. Because Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Let's take a moment to pray. Father God, we thank you that Jesus is a shepherd who doesn't just love his sheep, doesn't just defend his sheep when they're under attack, but chooses to die for them. Father, we thank you that Jesus' death was not an accident, but part of your plan, and that you raised him from death three days later. Thank you that we are your sheep. Thank you that Jesus is our good shepherd. And please help us, as we were singing, to trust in you alone. Amen.